Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, where it looks like stocks in Asia are set for a bit of a mixed open after U.S. equities struggled a forward direction last night. Traders looking to that jobs report that we're looking to get out later today. Ryan, what are you watching? Yeah, talking about direction, one thing that's been going up has been the U.S. dollar, in the past mm-hmm. year at least, that's in the green by nearly 9% year-to-date. If you look at the dollar index at least, that's uh, showing a reading for the dollar index getting stronger in the past year and it's now averaging 104.82 though worth noting it has been moderating in the past few weeks in the past month it's down 8% on the dollar index around 7% on the dollar index so that's what's been playing out as we saw rate hikes for the past few months coming through and being factored in as well as the US dollar being a safe haven of sorts for many investors amidst all these uncertainties with the Ukraine war and many other factors and you might be wondering how do you invest in the US dollar if you want to get exposure to what's playing out in the markets so let's unpack it with Adam Wong he is the editor-in-chief for the fifth person morning Adam how's your Friday going Morning, Ryan. It's good. Good to hear from you. Yeah, TGIF, Adam. So let's get started with what's happening in the US dollar space. Give us a bit of an overview first. How has been the US dollar performing and what have been the main drivers you've been observing so far? Well, so like you mentioned, the US dollar has been going up. If you compare it to the euros and other major currencies, so for example, against the euro, it's gone up about 8.5%. Against the Japanese yen, it's gone up about 20%. All right, so the U.S. dollar has been strengthening a lot year to date. And the reason for that is because of the rising interest rates. So all of us are aware of the interest rates. They just keep going up and the Fed has been raising the rate. So the reason why the USD goes up when the Fed raises interest rates is because it becomes more attractive to park your money and your investments in USD. So as rates go up, people from other countries and other currencies move their money into USD and that creates more demand for the U.S. dollar and that pushes uh, the U.S. dollar up. So that's why it's been strengthening over the past year. Yeah, many people say you can't fight the Fed. So if you can't beat them, join them. And in this case, maybe invest in the US dollar because relative to your home currency, you might be losing out. So if you look at some of the options out there, what can investors look at when it comes to investing in the US dollar? Yeah, so I mean, the first thing is to have a bit of USD. So if you have some USD, you naturally get some of the appreciation in the USD itself. But there are also instruments that allow you to invest the USD. So for example, you have fixed deposits. In Singapore, you can actually, if you have USD, you can put it in a fixed deposit account uh, with one of the banks here. Mm. And they pay you about 3.6% to, at this time, or 4.8%, depending on the tenure and the amount of money you want to put in this. Uh, of course, if you put this in a fi- uh, fixed deposit, it's locked up for a period of time, and then you earn that interest. Uh, another way is to buy the U.S. Treasury bonds directly, you know, so you, or, or indirectly through your broker as well. Basically, you're just buying U.S. bonds and bills, and they pay about over 4% at this point in time. So uh, these are some of the ways that you can actually pocket money in USD. A third way is to look at some of the funds 
they're out there they actually invest in USD short-term instruments as well they kind of like they're like a fund of sorts hmm. and you can basically subscribe to that and then redeem it anytime you want of course you got to take a look at the charges uh, what the track record is what it makes sense these are uh, pre- that's a pretty flexible way to kind of move hmm. your money in and out of uh, the USD as well yeah Adam this is a very good overview of how to get into some of these instruments so let's dive a bit deeper into the mechanics right so for example US Treasury bonds you actually have to be a US citizen to get access to buying these bonds yeah, if you want to go direct, so if you go to treasurydirect.gov uh, and you want to buy direct, you would have to be a U.S., uh, you know, have a social security number, a U.S. address and stuff like that. But you can always buy U.S. bonds and bills on the secondary market. If mm-hmm. your broker provides that access, you can go and, and buy that for yourself as well. All right, so you have to find a broker that gives you that access. There's also the option of buying the bonds individually a la carte or buying it via an ETF of funds. So walk us through the pros and cons of each type of approach. Yeah, so bonds and bond ETFs are slightly different. It's very different from stock and stock ETFs, which are kind of the same. With individual bond, when you buy this fixed term, a fixed maturity, you get your coupon rate over that period. And at the end of it, you get like a par value. So you're kind of protected in that way. I mean, in the meantime, interest rates can fluctuate and that will, you know, uh, that will be, then you will face price volatility when it comes to your bond. But if you redeem it at par at the end of it, you don't, you don't have to worry about that. All right. Hmm. When it comes to bond ETFs, you're basically investing in a fund that invests in bonds. All right. And the bond manager in this sense will always be, you know, some of the bonds in this fund will be expiring and then they have to, you know, sell that or collect the money and then reinvest it in new bonds as well. And when that happens, you're facing uh, the, fluctu- the, the, the fluctuation in the prices as interest rates move. So the bond ETF, you have that price volatility that you face. So it really depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for a way to, I guess, lock in the money and you want a, you know, a way to confirm your, your return on investment, uh, an individual bond will work better for you in this sense. Yeah, so the individual bond gives you a fixed term so you know what you're going to get at the end of the term, all your capital back and what coupon rate. Uh, whereas the bond ETF pretty much you're holding on perpetually and in some cases, if the market conditions are against you, the market may have to sell or reinvest at unfavorable terms. So that's something to look out for in terms of risks. And talk about risks, Adam, what else do investors need to take note of if they want to invest in overseas currencies? Yeah, I think you have to look at the whether it's the, the, the you know whether the time scale makes sense for it. For example, when it comes to the USD, we know that the Fed plans to raise interest rates maybe until early 2023. So that is the expectation. But then it still depends on the economic data that they're going to receive. So let's say if you're going to make a play on a USD and you want to invest short term. You can have that uh, expectation and then you could invest in something that's more short-term in nature that doesn't lock you up because then if you, you know, forex, forex movements can, can change like mm. you mentioned over the past month or so, you have to actually come down a little bit. So you have to take that into consideration that there could be forex movements that can go against you. So, I mean, if you have some USD lying around, I mean, it's kind of a right to just kind of like put it there and an instrument that earns you interest in the meantime. But I think, for example, the the Singapore dollar is actually held up pretty well against the USD. And if you, like, you know, just wanted to move some Sing dollar into USD, probably doesn't make sense because of the forex risk that you face. Mm. And I guess on that note, it would make more sense for someone who's invested or has a keen interest in investing in US assets to keep their US currency exposure. Yes, that's right. I mean, I think uh, for me, for for example, I mean, I have USD anyway, and I look at US stocks. 
So I do have USD in my mortgage account, for example, and it's lying around. So I might as well put it in a short-term instrument that allows me to earn some interest in the meantime. Mm, all right, Chairman Adam Wong, he is the editor-in-chief for the fifth person, helping us to break down how to get exposure to the US dollar when it comes to investments. Adam, thanks for your time and have a great weekend in advance. You too. Thank you for having me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.